Legion, welcome to week four, January 24th through 29th. This is assessment week. We have upper body pull on Tuesday. We have assess, uh, rings on Saturday. Now, you may have just done assessments, like if you're doing the global assessments, that's fine. You can just do the optional workout. But what we like to do is every month, if you've been sort of paying attention to what we're doing, we have these assessments at the end of every month. It's part of our themes. So if we look at our month theme overview, our electricity, discipline, gymnastics, plumbing is the system, body weight is virtuosity, girls is the fun. And then we have upper body pull and rings, this assessment. We've been doing progressions. We also have, uh, depending on the month in the extra credits, we have extra stuff you can work on. Uh, but that's just a reminder because a lot of people ask how we weave in assessments throughout the year. So regardless mm -hmm. of whether or not you're doing global assessments, you're still getting a dose, which is really important. So um, no big notes uh, overall, besides the fact that it's assessment week. So we'll hop into this Monday, taking a look. We're opening up uh, the strength and skill portion with Bulgarian split squats. But of course, we're going to start with our warm up air bike easy. And then we have front squat press air bike and extended child's pose uh, mixed in for three rounds before moving to this Bulgarian split squat. Bulgarian split squats are quite potent. They can make people sore. So just pay attention to that. That's just the, the way that movement is because it's very isolated and you have a big load on it. So that the contraction, the nature of that movement really hits the glutes. Mm -hmm. You guys probably already know that. And then uh, double stitches the workout which is four sets for weight and effort. This is a quality day, but we got back squats and air bike, high effort air bike. Uh, the system is power output levels, considerations, front squat. You will notice there are no goals because this is for weight and effort. So yeah, Brian, tell us about this one and any notes you have on Bulgarian split squats or anything for this day. Oh yeah. This, this one's definitely a cool day um, with the split squats one and the back squats. Usually you know, you would see these the other way around, right? Where you do back squats and then split squats. I actually, in my own training, I'll do it this way, split squats before the back squats, just because you get that really, you know, hard stability in each leg, really hard contraction in each leg. And then you put that together, do both sides, obviously with the back squat, you're using two legs. So it worked out well, kind of feeding into the heavy back squats after the Bulgarian split squats. So that was pretty, pretty cool and surprising for most people. And, and one um, thing with that, the, you know, the, looking at that four by six, so you're not yeah. looking to be failing on that six, like no, barely no, no, getting, no. you should be nice and stable, nice and strong, feeling strong, kind of preparing for the back squats. Yeah. But, yeah. We're not looking for any grindy max effort reps at the end, right? Just like get to a good weight for six and, and we're not doing these very often. So it's not like you'll have an objective, Hey, I need to get to 60 pound dumbbells at the end of this or you know, but don't think like that. We're just working on stability, quality of movement in those split squats and then carrying that in to the back squats. So with the back squats, start at a moderate weight and then slowly build as you go because you, you don't want to overshoot. If you overshoot and then get on the, get on the air bike, you're going to have a sad time 100% of the time, right? I had one guy who was like, should I put 225 on? That's the first thing he asked me. And I was like, dude, maybe start with 185, see how you feel on the bike. And then he never put 225 on the bar. So just, you know, a little reference, maybe start of 20, 25% less. As a general rule of thumb, people, coaches included, owners, it doesn't matter who you are. 
uh, people have a tendency to overestimate, especially as you get more and more fit, you know, and you're thinking, oh, this is oh, yeah. a problem. If they don't have the, the exposure to something like a 15, 12 cal air bike max at a, at a very mm -hmm. high effort. So we, and we've done this stuff before, so I don't think it's going to be yeah. a big surprise to people, but that is something that happens a yeah, lot. Yeah. And we're just trying to maintain effort on this, right? So you don't want to dump yourself early. So where, where you can't maintain your back squats, can't maintain effort on the bike. So the goal is consistency of effort with some increasing weight on that back squat, trying to really put out power, right? Power and output. With that, with that, uh, the air bike, you, the whole goal here for the back squat plus the air bike is to put up power, like Brian was saying, power output. Mm -hmm. Now, if you don't have air bike, then you have to ask yourself what would what substitutions would be good to elicit the same response, this mm -hmm. big power output. And that ha that's why the substitutions, you got 15 burpees or 10 burpees or 10 bodybuilders. And as a, you know, again, a general rule, a nice jump at the top, you could also speed, mm -hmm. you can you can kind of adjust how the reps are done. You can go 15 as fast as possible where you barely come off the ground, or you can do mm -hmm. 15 burpees where you jump really hard. Obviously, when you look at that jump really hard, it's going to slow down yeah. the, uh, the, the time. So it's going to extend past that 15, 12. So, so you got to pay attention to that and just make sure that someone's using, they're, they're putting mm -hmm. out maximum effort because that's the goal. Yeah. As long as we come back to the intention and you're matching intention, then the workout will go exactly how it should. Exactly. And uh, so the extra credit for this durability, we got some hip thrust, glute bridge holds, resting two minutes. Again, that two minute rest, feel free to adjust it. When I do these sessions, mm -hmm. durability or anything like that, sometimes I take this, the, the rest out. Sometimes I shorten it. Sometimes I mix things in. But the whole idea here is that you're getting exposure to these movements. So that is your yeah. Monday, uh, that power output workout is when you look at the, the, the system, priming the nervous system with heavy and fast, strong, controlled back squats into a max effort bout on the bike. Expect increasing discomfort with each run after the, the air bike. That's, it's going to get very uncomfortable depending on the power of the athlete or the uh, member. Mm -hmm. So oh, yeah. that's your Monday. Tuesday is uh, assessing upper body pull. So at Brown, we have three times AMRAP. Actually, sorry, I'm, I'm reading the... Um, the optional workout. So you're going to either assess mm -hmm. upper body pull, or you're going to do the optional, which is uh, for Brown three by AMRAP weighted pull up with 10% of body weight hung. And then moving down the line, we got controlled tempoed down into our standing pull ups, active hang, but assessing the upper body pull is also a great choice. If someone hasn't assessed for a while, it's a, it's a great opportunity to have mm -hmm. them do that. The warm up to prepare for those that the upper body pull session, we have scat pull-ups, air squats, hollow hold, and arch hold. So with those scat pull-ups, you want to make sure that you're really activating and going nice and slow. And then for the remaining, those remaining movements, the air squat, hollow hold, that's going to tie into uh, the, the workout itself, but also just preparing the midline for what, what's to come. We have the preparation for the workout spice cake. This workout is, a, is at its core, kettlebell swings and pull-ups, okay? So there's a 12-minute <laughs> cap on this. 6, 9, 12 of American swings heavy. So <laughs> this is one you might want to just look at because it's kind of difficult to, because there's a 6, 9, 12, but the American kettlebell sw swings are double the rep, so 12, 18, 24. And then the chest of our pull-ups are static at 6, 9, 12. Then that goes into a drop set. 12, nine, six with Russian swings and normal pull-ups. So chest to bar pull-ups in the first set and normal pull-ups in the second set, just chin over bar. 
So mm -hmm. uh, the the preparation for this, we want to with this uh, the upper body pulse section. We're really activating, right? We're getting ready. Then we're going to review chest of our pulpus American swings and go into the rehearsal. The goal on this is sub ten. Breathe and burn is the system. Kettlebell and upper body pull is the levels consideration. So yeah, Brian, tell us about this one. Interesting one. Maybe we can talk through it for yeah. those of you that are just listening and don't have it in front of <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, this one is a little confusing. And even in class, when you're explaining it, you know, it it, it could be a little difficult just because people see two sets of numbers and then that's the end of the world for them. They're used to seeing one set of numbers four times. That's it, right? So with the, the review, the reason we kind of kept it open here is because depending on your class, you'll probably want to spend that eight minutes um, either one way or the other. So most of the time, because we don't have a ton of people doing pull-ups or chest of our pull-ups, we spent most of our time on the American kettlebell swing, uh, for this day. But if you have, you know, five, six people in class doing pull-ups and a bunch of people on their way to doing pull-ups, spend most of your time on the pull-ups because they'll get the most out of that in the review. Um, so in the workout, this one is, I think Nathan was saying at its core, it's kettlebell swings and pull-ups. But when he says that, I think grip right? This whole workout for is just sure. going to be how, how can I hang on to the kettlebell and the bar for the entire, you know, the entire workout. So that's going to pretty much come down to the pull-ups. We don't want to put down the, the kettlebell swings. So not breaking up the kettlebell swings, keeping those unbroken, super crisp all the way through, really emphasizing that hip extension, especially for the American swings, right? Making sure we get it all the way overhead without having to pull right? If we're pulling actively with the arms, that's going to be real rough when we come back around to the pull-ups. And then the second, you know, the second, uh, uh, 12, nine, six on those pull-ups, your arms are just going to be toast. So we want to make sure we're using those hips as much as we can. And then breaking up the pull-ups as you need to, to kind of save that grip. So I, I think the, um, downtime between pull-ups would be a little bit quicker than the American swings. That's why I recommended everyone in class, if you're going to break something up, break up the pull-ups instead of the uh, the kettlebell swings. So, you know, carrying that over, of course, once we get down to the jumping pull-ups, it's a little bit different. It's going to get a little more on the breathy side for those athletes, but that's what those athletes need. We're not necessarily trying to tax their, their grip fatigue um, too much. So yeah, grip fatigue management and making sure we're using those hips on the kettlebell swings and you'll have a, a pretty good time with this workout. And if you just imagine this workout as a pyramid of 6, 9, 12, 12, 9, 6, with the first set of 6, 9, 12 being American swing, like the harder version, and then the dr a drop set at the end of 12, 9, 6 with an easier version. But grip is going to play a big role here. If we think about the system, breathe and burn, it's going to build up quickly to an 85% effort with the burn slowly welling throughout, but particularly in the forearms. That's going to be the big thing. And one thing to notice the for the white yellow and orange levels you start with ring rows for the six nine twelve and then that drop sets down to jumping pull-ups for the, the the back half so those ring rows you want them to make them nice tough like good strong ring rows not some like you know crappy high positioned and i'm just blazing through mm -hmm. i want to have some good contractions on them so that's the spice cake 
uh, Breathe and Burn 12-minute cap, the extra credit we have, durability, barbell rows and ring rows. So uh, this is horiz some horizontal pulling here. With those earlier levels, you could modify this a little bit, but uh, most everybody's, uh, the majority is going to be doing, well, I actually can't say the majority, but a good number are going to be doing I, vertical pulling. I think the majority of people that would do the durability are probably in the right, higher level exactly. anyway. Right, exactly. Yeah. That, so the, at the higher levels, you're going to have some horizontal pulling here to just round this day out. The uh, uh, So that was your Tuesday. Wednesday, we have the uh, workout called Patchwork. This is a, uh, it includes handstand walks, single arm dumbbell push press, bodybuilders and toes to bar. So we open up, it's a 16 minute AMRAP. We open up with the 25 uh, meter handstand walk. And then there's two rounds of single arm dumbbell push press, bodybuilders and toes to bar. So an interesting workout here, we're gonna warm up single unders, dumbbell press, cat cows and shoulder taps. Just again, when we look at our warm up, some we have criticism and praise for our warm up. Sometimes people uh, think they're, they're too direct. Sometimes people want things that are like more mixed up, but we go directly for the jugular when it, when in terms of preparing for the movements to come so the mm -hmm. workout patchwork uh we're gonna prep with movement review big thing here is inversion because we're going upside down for the uh, the upper levels the earlier levels are, are doing a dumbbell carry but we still want to get that practice of inversion even at the early at the uh earlier ones where you have piked handstand or off of a box these sorts mm -hmm. of things just getting everybody familiar and then reviewing toes to bar in the remaining time the workout patchwork five plus rounds is the goal. Breathe and burn is a system upper body push neuro and core, but we're considering the, the handstand walk and those wall walks, there is a good amount of shoulder uh, fatigue also coming into that single arm dumbbell Definitely. push press. And that's really where that breathe and burn comes from. The burn is going to be in the mm -hmm. shoulders for this workout. So yeah, Brian, tell us about this one and thoughts, tips, tricks. Yeah. This, this workout actually flowed pretty well um, because of the two rounds in between the wall walks. And I think that's why we did it. Like we had a pretty long discussion about how to change this workout. So people aren't just doing wall walks or handstand walks right. for 16 minutes. So the two rounds breaks that up nice. Um, just make sure if we're in between levels, because we have a lot of people who are kind of in between blue and purple um, and in between a lot of levels, right? You're, you're almost never going to have people that are just like, Yep, I'm blue on everything. I don't, you know, I don't need to change anything. So you'll have some athletes that are in between. On this one, it's a little bit better to uh, stay towards the one wall walk, just because the three wall walks, if someone gets stuck there, it's really a time suck and they're going to be laying on the ground for quite some time. And you don't want to kind of take away from the entirety of the workout just to get a few extra wall walks in. So make sure you're keeping an eye on that, particularly when you're reviewing and practicing, you'll be able to tell pretty quick who needs to uh scale it down to maybe just one wall walk and then on the two rounds making sure we keep those dumbbell push press unbroken bodybuilders real smooth and then toast of our unbroken and crisp all the way through um, and like nathan was saying the breathe and burn the the shoulders do get pretty burny but the biggest complaint i got or complaints right the biggest just uh, feedback i guess i got during class was that their core was toast by the end just because of that hard contraction you have to hold during the wall walks going into the bodybuilders to that hard close on the bodybuilders and then even on the single arm dumbbell push press just stabilizing with the one dumbbell like it doesn't seem like a lot but your core is really working overtime all the way through on this one and didn't really have anyone with sore shoulders the next day at all it was all core 
uh, core fatigue, obliques, you know, all the weird muscles that are used to stabilize. Um, but the, the, I mean, the only difference in, in maybe, um, briefing as you get down to the lower levels is just making sure that you're moving slowly on those single arm overhead dumbbell carries. You're not just walking around with a bent arm kind of, you know, not uh, trying to get the intention of that movement correct, right? Just trying to get the movement done. So we want to think about that really hard lockout using our skeleton to support the weight, slowly moving and actually working on that shoulder stability, right? Yeah, support, I think, is a big thing here when you're doing mm -hmm. overhead support and, and mixing it in the toes to bar that fatigue the core. It makes sense like that would be yeah. it really will yeah. be hitting on that pretty hard. So that's uh, the main workout. The accessory piece coming after would, is the shoulder prehab accessory work, lying external rotations, wall slides and dead hangs again for quality. This is a conversation and discussion we have quite often, but for mm -hmm. quality with focus moving very well, each rep being, uh, you know, con the contraction is super solid. Then the extra credit, we got rings. This is uh, part of our, I think the last session maybe of the ring assessment that I, is coming up. Is that, is that right? Uh, let's see. Yeah, this, uh, this has to be the last one. Cause I think we have, yeah. So ring is it being Saturday, assessed on right? Saturday. So yeah. this is the last session. Uh, if you are doing that, and this is how the extra credits work. And a lot of, a lot of times is there are sessions that you can provide to your clients so that they can work on these things if needed. And you have options here for this ring, uh, this last ring work, uh, session. So mm -hmm. the, the workout patchwork, looking at the breathe and burn system as a last high level idea, breathing slowly builds to a steady rhythm with the burning in shoulders and core building with each round. So that's your Wednesday. Uh, Thursday, we have Karen Plus. This is a, uh, a tough workout. Uh, so <laughs> we're going to open up with uh, our warm-up push-ups, rear step lunges, planks, and then we're going into wall ball review and practice. I think uh, Karen itself uh, needs no introduction, but we're looking at, at Brown, 150 wall balls, resting until the 15 minute mark and then doing 2k row. So that's the back to back pretty tough, but the goal for each one of those is sub 10 breathe and burn as a system levels, considerations, API and rowing. Uh, yeah. So strategy for this one. Yeah. Brian. This one, I mean, this one's kind of straightforward. Um, try to get those wall balls done in as few of sets as possible. That's, I mean, this is a tough one because it's really going to be dependent on your wall ball proficiency and like your, your obviously your, your lower body endurance, but trying to just chip away quickly. And for me, that's always big sets for some people. I had them do 10, 15 at a time and just take a, you know, five, 10 second rest. But again, you'll have some Brown athletes that want to knock out 30 at a time. Definitely a, a, a good strategy, a viable strategy. That's why the, the Karen is a, the Karen workouts a little bit tough to say, do this exactly. And you'll get the best score, right? Cause for some people, if I tell you to do 50 wall balls, you're going to do 50 and then you're done for 50 minutes, right? You're, you're going to have to do one-to-one -one rest one minute for every wall ball you did. So kind of just making sure that we're getting under that 10 minute mark so that you have at least five minutes to rest before a hard 2k row. And then once you get into that 2k row, then it's just max effort for eight minutes, as hard as you can go for that 2K. Keeping in mind your legs will be toasted, right? Your legs will not be there. And that's kind of why we did that. Just a, a little drop down, almost um, 
I mean, it's not recovery, but it's, you can row no matter what, right? If your legs are sore, you can row, row. If your arms are sore, you can row. It's just one of those things to just double down, get the breathing going a little bit um, and make sure, you know, everyone gets a good sweat in just in case the 150 wall balls wasn't enough. Yeah. And this one, uh, Karen in general, it's on the shorter side. Some people are going to finish pretty quick, six minutes, mm-hmm. maybe faster, five. I mean, I don't, I think what the, the, the fastest possible is, Something like three, four, three, three, three and four. a half or something like that. Three well, if you go unbroken, it's like yeah, three minutes, just, I think. It's yeah. So if you did 30 a minute, <laughs> it would be five yeah. minutes. So you can kind of keep You can kind of guess the way, but this one, uh, it is a tough day. So just keeping in mind, mm-hmm. letting people know, preparing yeah. their minds, making sure that legs know will be sore back. Yeah. Back legs. to back. And the legs are definitely going to be sore. So that's the, the, the workout accessory for this day. We got hollow holds and table rocks. So just a little bit of core here to round out, make sure people are uh, getting some of this, the fundamentals, you know, filling in the, the holes in the bucket. And then the mm-hmm. extra credit, we got some mobility jog or row four minutes. So it's like breathe and mobility, uh, and quad smash and couch stretch. So we got row nice and steady four minutes and then quad, uh, smash couch stretch. And that rounds out the day just as a looking at Karen. Plus we take a look at the system, breathe and burn is the system. We can imagine mm-hmm. where the breathing is going to be, but breathing and heart rate ramping up quickly on both of the deep burn welling in the legs and the wall balls and ex- to expect less burn in the row, but fatigue in the row. So that, yeah. the, that the is, thing with that yeah. row too, is that leg burn might carry over into the row, but it's not as sharp. Right. So just, if you do feel burn in the row, don't, you know, don't say that we lied to you. It's just a little yeah. bit less. So uh, that is Thursday, Friday, we have Day Owl. This is a repeat. You can reference. I'm not, I'm not sure if it's an exact repeat, but we reference uh, 127.21, so January 27th of last year. And this workout on the five-minute mark times five, we have a uh, 25 or 20 to 15 cal bike. And now we did have a bike earlier in the week on that back squat day. It was very short. Mm-hmm. When we have short sprint, type stuff we don't really have a problem duplicating or you know doing the movement again because the the impact was so low and generally if you're just on the bike for a brief period of time so you we do see it twice this week the substitutions on that would be rowing uh for the same cows or a 200 meter run uh, for the air bike you can you can substitute that but when we look at this day, we're going to open up the warm-up, some front-leading rest to down dogs, clean high pulls, body weight good mornings, world's greatest stretch, running through this nice and easy three rounds, then mm-hmm. moving into clean progressions primarily for this prep because we have hang power cleans in the workout. So it's opening up. I'm not sure if I finished that. Uh, it's opening up with 20, 15 cow bike, 15 hang power cleans at 115.85. So that moderate weight in that middle zone where it's still pretty tough, but light enough where you can keep on going. And then the 50 double unders. Uh, and this is on the five minute mark times five. The goal is sub 15 mm-hmm. for total work time. We consider this heavy breathing and we can see this, the version of the, sorry, I'm going to finish this heavy breathing and then kettlebell mm-hmm. and neurological core endurance for the levels of consideration. Now, one thing with this kind of air bike, if you, if you compare it to what we had in the beginning of the week, that was a sprint. This one, you do not want to sprint. And I'll just no, hand it off. I'll finish that and hand it off to Brian. So you can <laughs> do, do not sprint on the bike. That's like the, maybe that's the only advice that we need to give you. If you don't sprint on the bike, everything will be fine. 
right? I actually did this workout. Usually I'm like mixing in and out, but this one I particularly remember just because I was watching my RPMs and, and watts on the bike. And the goal really would be to hold the same watts and RPM on the bike every single time. That way, you know, we're staying consistent, obviously. The And you're able to go right into the hang power cleans, right into your double unders. We're not having this hard bike and then we stand there for 30, 40 seconds and try to recover. It should be bike, couple deep breaths as we walk over, hang power cleans. Ideally, those hang power cleans are unbroken, uh, making sure we hook grip. Take your t it, unbroken doesn't mean as fast as you can, right? Unbroken just means we're not putting the bar down. So make sure that you're hitting good quality reps, not just slamming through with questionable reps, elbows not getting through, you know, not standing up all the way. Really crisp 15 reps, really tight hook grip. Again, couple deep breaths, go to those double unders, super crisp. And remember, repeatable effort is key. We want repeatable effort, not one off max efforts every single time that vary by 30, 40 seconds, 50 seconds should be around the same time. I think I was like 230 to 240 on all of these. Um, and again, that's like, I'm pretty good on the bike because I'm 230 pounds. So the bike's pretty easy for me. Same with the hang power cleans. Um, so th that'll obviously adjust based on, on your, uh, proficiency on the bike, but trying to get, you know, the same exact time that way we know how much rest we're getting. And it's very predictable all the way through. And like Nathan was saying, what you don't want is to sprint on that bike and just, you know, be cashed out for the rest of the workout because that will not go well. We had a few people do that. You know, of course, people see the bike. They see 2015 calories. They see that they get rest. They just put the pedal down and had a very, very, very sad time. Sad time on the bike. You don't want to yeah, have Satan's tricycle. So Satan's tricycle. Uh, extra credit on this day. So after day, I'll, and just a reminder, when we take a look at that system, breathing, ramping quickly in each interval, but almost fully recovering between sets. You want to think about this. It's heavy breathing. Right. So this is one thing we, you can get a little hung. One could get hung up and think of, like this is I'm trying to sprint these, but there are five sets on the five minute mark. And we're, we're categorizing this as heavy breathing. That should mm -hmm. tell you how to approach it. There should not be any, you know, lost faces where people feel they look mm -hmm. like they're lost or they're like confused <laughs> or blue lips. This is the, I always bring That's that funny. up because people go blue lipped and dry lipped. You can see it in their mm -hmm. face and they're like kind of so the glaze um, over. Yeah, exactly. Just making sure people are going consistently and going negative splits, right? So if, if you are having people take splits, I highly suggest that it's got, it can be an advanced concept some people when you're taking splits, but when you're, when you take five and each round is a little bit faster than the previous round, mm -hmm. that's what we're, we're looking for, right? That it's a different yeah. system. It's what we want. Repeatable effort, repeatable exactly. effort. So the, uh, that's your day extra credit. We got mobility, uh, jog, uh, a longer jog and row lat smash, and then classic tricep and lat smash. So just kind of, I think we had a mobility piece last or yesterday too. So just kind of, sometimes it's good to have back-to-back -back mobility days. So that was your Friday, Saturday. We have our ring assessment. So for the warm up, four minutes, 10 push-ups, 10 bird dogs, and then four minutes, supine knee raises, kang squats. When you see this push-ups and bird dogs, I mean, this should not be fatiguing. Okay. So even though it says 10, you're going to go to a box, you're going much more activation on this mm -hmm. really slow. 
controlled. Those bird dogs should be at a tempo where it's almost taking you a minute or more to do those bird dogs really like steadily and slowly. And then the push up, same thing. Cause you could see this and be like, Oh, I'm going to do four rounds. It's 40 push ups, kind of prepping for the rings with my, which might be on the, the high side. If you did, I guess, if you were just kind of rushing and doing one, one round mm -hmm. a minute. So just kind of keeping that in mind, uh, supine knee raises and king squats for the, the second four minutes. Now for this assessment, you'll notice that the Brown is very similar to how the pull-up assessment was. We're doing a tempoed, a weighted tempo for three sets of an AMRAP. Uh, so, and the same thing happens at the purple, but without weight. And then that drops down to our regular bench tips. And this is not for the assessment itself. This is for the optional workout. If you're doing the assessments, look at the map. I think everybody knows how mm -hmm. to do that. You just kind of kind of uh, keep track there. And then we're going to move into this workout straw hat, which is pretty simple. 20 seconds uh, on 10 seconds off between two movements of box jumps and ring pushups at the, at Brown. And then we're just dropping down regular pushups and box pushups. The goal is 160 reps, the breathe and burn, or the system is breathe and burn muscular burn and the levels considerations, API and upper body push. Mm -hmm. So yeah, tell us about this one, Brian. Yeah. Going back up to the assessment real quick. Um, you'll notice that we have 25 minutes to do this and you think to yourself, it only takes like three minutes to assess rings. But we want to use all of that time to teach, make sure everyone's very comfortable with their variation, make sure everyone knows exactly what they need to do, maybe on multiple levels. So that's why we have so much time there, just because we're going to the map. Maybe you have, you know, eight to 10 people in class, probably going over it pro with each individual person, possibly. So that's why we have that much time for something that, you know, the actual assessment only takes a couple minutes. So use all of that time. Don't just tell people, hey, go assess. We warmed up. Good luck right? Go to the map, go over everything um, and, and make sure that you're setting everyone up for success right there. So for, for the workout, this one's pretty straightforward. We have kind of a Tabata situation going back and forth. So we're alternating and we made sure not to put Tabata in any of the verbiage here because that gets confusing. So we're just thinking of it as intervals with 20 seconds of work, 10 seconds of rest going back and forth. And again, kind of like yesterday with the every five minutes, we're working on repeatable effort and consistency. So with the box jumps, that's pretty straightforward, just continuous, constant movement, breathing, making sure we're landing tall on the box, using solid jump mechanics so that we're conserving energy. And no rebounds. And again, no rebounds ever, ever, right? Rebounds, so that like rebounds are a thing for plyometric training. So if we were trying to train just explosive, you know, reactive movement, We'd, we'd train rebounds in several different ways. But if we're doing 20 seconds for 10 rounds, right, your body's not really meant to um, absorb and then react that many times. So that's, you know, and then you know, Nathan could tell you a, a cool story about how that ends. But yeah, um, yeah, stepping down obviously is the, the best way to go here. And, and, it, and it helps control pace. And then we get down to the push-ups completely different than the box jump. So we can't just continuously move for 20 seconds and everything will be fine. You may be able to do that for a few rounds, but again, we want to think repeatable effort, repeatable effort. That's my new favorite word with intervals. I forgot where I picked it up recently, but repeatable effort. So breaking those up early, making sure we're hitting full depth, full lockout, and just trying to maximize the amount of reps we can do over the 10 rounds since it's four total reps and not thinking about how I can maximize the 20 seconds that I'm doing. So we're maximizing the entire workout not just that little sliver. So breaking it up, you know, even two or three at a time is a good move here. 
Um, and then the extra credit for this day durability, we got some dumbbell Arnold press, dumbbell lateral raises, two minutes times five, again, for, uh, for quality. Uh, and that really rounds out the day. Just a reminder on this heavy breathing muscular burn, this, this combination, it's just because of the stations in there. Uh, we have mm-hmm. box jumps and then we have push-ups, So it's kind of a mixture. This happens. If we were going to combine these two, then it would be like a breathe and burn, you know, but that's mm-hmm. why it says up here, breathe and burn Two muscular burn actually says that here, but the muscular burn becoming, um, uh, a little bit, yeah, it should be heavy breathing stamina. Yeah. It, so the, the box jump is a little weird because it's going to depend on how hard the box jump is for an individual person. So if, it, if, if somebody's pretty bouncy and we have, you know, quite a few athletes good at weightlifting and stuff like that. Um, if they're able to hop on the box pretty easy, it's going to be almost all breathing. If you have some people that are having to use a little more, you know, leg, a little harder of a contraction if it, it, relatively, then the burn might come into play a little bit more. So just, you know, keep that in mind. I think I probably just got myself. Well, if you, if you, back if we were going to categorize this as one, Right. It would be, it would be, be breathe and burn, breathe and burn. But like, yeah. we because do like to separate. have these options. It's a lot of, a lot of times it's for uh, comprehension of like figuring out how these systems work together, which is super mm-hmm. beneficial. And we are working on an e-learning on that. So yeah. you can look for that mm-hmm. uh, coming up. Now that rounds out your week. It rounds out uh, Saturday. Just as a reminder, this weekly survey, please fill it out. We've had more and more people filling it out, which we're uh, very grateful for because it gives us more information, mm-hmm. allows us to make adjustments. That is the place to put feedback, any, any problems. If, as a general uh, I don't, invitation, we do a, a weekly call. If you are very familiar with programming and you mm-hmm. know you've been doing it for a long time and you want to be included on one of our weekly calls, you can email Brian and then Brian will Brian and I will talk about it. Brian at levelmethod.com. If you email him and say, hey, I'd like to be included on one of those calls, it's just a one time, just so you can see the back end of what we're doing. Uh, and w- w- that's, that's open, but weekly surveys is the way that we get feedback from everything. So we'll see how many mm-hmm. people actually take us up on that offer. It's not very, and, it happens uh, we'll on Monday, uh, our, our meetings Monday at 9am MT, uh, mountain time that doesn't change. So, uh, and I, you- we'll make a post about it too, because I know most of you guys didn't make it this far in the, the video, but if you did, that makes you even more qualified to be. Yeah, exactly. That, I mean, that's really why I'm bringing it up here, <laughs> yeah. because if you've listened this whole time, uh, this is the, you know, you're obviously more engaged. A lot of people don't even watch these. A lot of people submit surveys and they don't even re- watch the videos. And it's like, okay, how can you, how can you submit feedback without getting all the information? It's pretty funny, but yeah. Um, yeah. So that's all we got for you this week, guys. Thanks so much for watching. If you have any questions, please post them in the group. If you have any feedback, please put them in the survey, but we will see you next week. And Brian, any last words? Nope. We'll see you guys next week, man. See you guys.